Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we are going to continue our discussion on the energetics of grounding in to this reality, the appropriate relationships, connections, friendships, and partnerships that are best for you in this lifetime. And we are looking at this as an archetypal energetic journey that brings the energy from 3D out to 5D and then back to 3D again. And what we are essentially learning is how to play with our multidimensionality. Be aware of these energetics. Look at how we are expanding and growing intuitively, spiritually, emotionally, energetically, but also ensuring that we're working with these energies and experiences on this planet. Because there is a lot that can be opened up to us as we expand into more of our new emerging gifts where we feel and sense other people, other energies. We can be connected to them through a shared frequency. We can open up to more of our own intuition, our own clairvoyance, clairsentience, claircognizance, all the clairs. We can open up to even more of our spiritual gifts at this time. And yet there can also be confusion around these energies. There can be a sense of wondering what it's about, perhaps creating big expectations or big hopes, over-idealizing. We can be in a place of feeling very comfortable in these multidimensional connections that are very real. They're definitely real but they might not be what you're experiencing in your real world reality. So what we're doing in this conversation now that we're starting part two is looking at how to bring the energy back onto the planet so that you can be in your power, in your best possible choices. You can be embracing these gifts, but also be grounded and practical in what you're moving through in this lifetime on this planet without giving your power away without diminishing or holding back what you want, without feeling like you're waiting, waiting for someone else, perhaps waiting and watching if you're stalking them on Instagram or you're looking for a sign of some sort. And you're bringing the energy back into your power, into your experiences in this reality so that you can be making the most of them truly manifesting what you want, but also very much aware of the energies that are showing up for you and the energies that are not showing up. And I did discuss this in part one. So I won't repeat everything that we discussed in part one, which was on June 13th, 2022. If you wanna go back and listen to that podcast episode. Now we're picking up on the discussion as the energies are moving from the 5D back to the 3D, meaning we voyage out to Neptune. And Neptune being the place of very big spiritual growth, moving beyond the physical world, stepping into more of your intuition and spiritual gifts, opening up to higher self messages, going into more of the energetics of what we can't see, touch, 
taste or smell. And Neptune is the place where these energies come alive, especially around our multidimensionality, our ability to intuitively connect with other people. Perhaps you feel these connections with certain people. They could be a romantic partner or a potential romantic partner. For some people, it can feel like a soulmate, a divine counterpart. Some people will bring in twin flames as being a very strong connection to these energies. Other people might feel these connections to those who have deceased or passed over, those who are no longer in a physical body. And so Neptune takes us out of the earthly realm and brings us into more of these energetic openings that show us how we're growing evolving and advancing. And that's one of the key intentions of this energy of stepping into more of our multidimensionality is that we're understanding how humanity is growing, how the human mind is evolving, how we're opening up to more than we thought we were capable of, and how we're being given opportunities to consciously and responsibly work with these energies. And so Neptune is very much associated with this realm of what's in other places, what's behind the veil, what we're tapping into that we're sensing and feeling that is showing us more of what we can do with our energy, our talents, and our gifts. And this is information that I've been receiving from my guides over at least the past week. And so I had asked, well, what about Pluto? Why isn't Pluto in the conversation? And what they were showing me is that energetically, Pluto brings forth those energies and soul experiences from other lifetimes that can connect on Neptune. And they're showing me how Pluto is very much associated with the soul's evolution and the soul's bigger story. And so there could be people or energies that come forward that you begin to connect with through these intuitive energies, through the energy field of Neptune. And of course, I'm using this as just a way to visualize and describe an archetypal journey. As always, listen to what resonates for you. If anything, this is very general and it might not be a part of your experience or a part of your story. Always trust that for yourself. Always trust what is true for you, what resonates for you. And certainly don't force anything that isn't a part of your experience. So the energies around this are about what connects on Neptune. And then what we're learning to do is to bring the energies back to this planet, bring it back to this reality here on Earth, and then to truly ground it in to be a part of what we experience in this lifetime. In part one, we talked about how it can be very easy to just hang out on Neptune with these connections, how it can become a comfort zone, how you might enjoy being in the fantasy land of it all, how it feels good to escape the real world and to hang out in these places that feel open and free. But ultimately, what we can do is pull the energy back into the earthly experience, and then work with this as a form of manifestations. And they're showing me the energy as moving from Neptune to Uranus, to Chiron, to Saturn, to Mars, and then Earth. And so we're going to continue this conversation on the energetics. Now, I did not mean to forget Jupiter. Yes, Jupiter's in there too. And where I want to start is with Saturn. Because I touched on Saturn in part one, but Saturn is very important because Saturn 
brings these connections into real world circumstances. And Saturn is ultimately the reality check of what's happening in your life and what's happening in another person's life. Saturn is also the karma. The karma you have with another person, also the karmic energies they might have with other people or other circumstances in their lives. So as the energy trail comes back and eventually reaches Saturn, there's reality checks here around how people are living their life, what is really unfolding for them, what is really true for them, how their life is structured, what their responsibilities are, what their current commitments are. And the Saturn also shows you if you have karma with someone, including this other person, we'll say the soulmate or the divine counterpart, then chances are that karma needs to be balanced, energetically balanced in order for the connection to move forward. There can also be energies here around other karmic partners, other relationships, other individuals, other parts of someone's life that is very much a part of their real world experience. And this is where a lot of people start to spin in these energies. And there can even be a sense of not really accepting someone's real world situation or circumstances. Now, in the years I've been doing this work, and especially when I was doing one-on-one readings, I heard so many stories about twin flames and soulmate connections. And I heard them across the full spectrum of experiences, some that were very true, very real, connections that were very strong, And each individual was co-creating and participating in the relationship. And they were working on it. They were showing up. They were contributing to the connection in a very real way. So that was very much an alive and active twin flame connection. And it was in the real world for both people. Then I've heard many stories where there is a huge disconnect between reality and fantasy. And I've heard many stories that just made me question what somebody was really expecting or what they were really looking for from another person. I've heard people tell me that their twin flame is a very famous rock star. And I said, oh, wow, how long have you known them? And they said, oh, I've never met them, but I just know they're my twin flame. Well, that's going to bring up some questions, right? And some reality check questions as well. Um, I've had some people who were practically infatuated with someone else and fixated on the fact, this is my twin flame. I know him. He knows me. We have all these things in common. And she's going into all these synchronicities and all these things that were showing up. And yet the real world circumstances were that he was in a long-term partnership with someone else. They were having a baby together and he was really happy in that relationship. But this other individual was really fixated on the fact, well, he's my twin flame. She's just the karmic. He's going to leave her and he's going to come to me. And this is where we need to have some very big reality checks. It doesn't matter how many YouTube videos you're watching that describe certain storylines or potentials or experiences. Saturn brings you into a reality check. And this is where some people really struggle and they hold on for too long. And this is where it could be beneficial to have a conversation with an earth sign because an earth sign is going to bring up questions to really consider around these connections. Now, the multidimensional connections are real and their energies we're experiencing, we're feeling, we're sensing. 
but they're operating in a different realm. They're operating in a different energetic space that might not even be compatible on the planet. So for this individual who was basically obsessed with a man who was about to have a child with another woman, the reality check is you're becoming obsessed with someone who has no interest in you, who's not co-creating with you, who's in another situation where he appears to be very happy and satisfied. It's kind of like showing up on a movie set as an extra and then you're trying to insert yourself in the main storyline. And what it comes down to is that someone else's choices, what they're moving towards, what they're creating in their life, if it doesn't include you, it's none of your business. And it's not your story. And it's not what you're participating in. And this is where people can be crossing a line. This is where I was like, you're on the verge of being a homewrecker, sister. Like, let him go. Why can't you let him go? That's the bigger question. And that's where people have a lot of confusion around these connections because you start to have expectations. You start to create these illusions or you start to step into things that may or may not happen, but you have to come back to this reality. You have to come back to being the main character in your own story And take back your power, sister. Take back your power. Look at what you're learning or not learning. Look at what you're avoiding. Look at what you're ready to step into and choose for yourself. Um, The same person, she was holding off on buying a house because she wanted to buy it with him. And she hadn't talked to him for two years. I mean, some of this stuff is really too much. It's too extreme. And this is where... I'm not saying it's your story, but these stories are out there. And that's also where I think people have gone too far in some of these connections, whether they're exaggerating them or making them more than they truly are. But that's why you bring it back to earth. You bring it back to right here and now, to being in your power, in your choices, and to stand strong in your story. And this is, of course, the energy of Saturn. So I find that some people are very aware of the fact that some of these connections are not happening yet or they're not going to happen in this lifetime. And I guess I'm going to put on my own Saturn hat here and ask you to realistically assess that for yourself, that yes, you can have these connections to other people and it means something to you. It does something perhaps to your heart. It opens you up. It feels good. You enjoy the connection, but you also have to be very clear about where that energy lives, where that energy is alive, and where it's not manifesting, where it's not showing up. Because the other part of this is that if you are not honoring someone else's free will and their choices, then you're creating new karma for yourself. You're creating energy that's out of balance, and you're perhaps unintentionally creating some big consequences for yourself down the line because Saturn is also about our lessons, our life lessons, and what we have to learn even through the hard knocks. So what this is about is really being honest and clear with yourself about these connections. Is this showing up? Is this equal? Is this reciprocal? Is there participation from both individuals? Is there interest from both people? Again, sit down and have a conversation with an earth sign. An earth sign is going to say to you, well, you're waiting on them, but they're not waiting on you. They're out there living their life. 
So this is part of Saturn where there's things you're going to have to realistically assess in your life about these connections and how you want them to work with you. You don't want them to hold you back. And maybe there's something here where it is starting to materialize. It is coming forward. You have proof. You have evidence. Again, the earth signs are focused on this kind of documentation or evidence where something is coming together and it's happening through both parties on both sides. But you want to stay in your power. You want to stay grounded in this and be aware of it. So keep that in mind that the energy of Saturn can be something that hits hard. It can be a rude awakening at first. It can throw out anything that is not serving you. And Saturn is going to have perhaps some tougher questions for you to answer around how these connections are really working for you or working against you, meaning is it holding you back? I mean, I think that actually some of these multidimensional connections, because they are so different and so new, they can create this whole other experience in our reality and we can get lost in them or you can think that they're going to be something or show up in some way. But it can also be something that's holding you back if you've been in it for too long, if something isn't coming through, if something isn't showing up. This is about coming back into this reality and looking at how you are showing up, how you are showing up with a willingness or an open heart to connect with people around you, staying open to the energetics, staying open to whomever you cross path with, staying open to life, staying open to this reality and what's happening all around you. Because if you're choosing that, then you are staying open to miracles, divine timing, unexpected manifestations. You're staying open to the energy that's correct for you and to those who connect with you in that same frequency, in that same energy field. So this is, again, we're taking responsibility for where our energy has been directed, where maybe we've had big expectations on another person. Maybe there's been a sense of feeling a responsibility or an obligation Those would be things to look at in yourself, but it comes back to really being aware of what you're choosing and how you're showing up in your own story. How are you showing up in your own story or are you waiting and watching for someone else to show up before you start living your story? And so this is Saturn who brings us into this part of our reality. Then the energy goes to Jupiter, and Jupiter is about expansion, growth, trust, faith, really believing that anything is possible, really connecting to the divine, connecting to what uplifts you, what gives you reasons to celebrate and have fun and enjoy life. And this is where you also claim your power. This is where you also step into, but this is what I want in my life. This is what I want to co-create with another or experience. This is where my energy comes alive. It flourishes, it grows. And connecting with that is going to help you connect to more of your own truth, more of your own truth in this lifetime of what you're here to enjoy, what you're here to experience and move through because it feels good for you. 
Jupiter also opens up more possibilities. So getting back to this idea that maybe you're locked into one person or you're expecting a lot from them, Well, Saturn brings in a reality check about these energies and then Jupiter gives you a new sense of hope, a new sense of what's possible, a new sense of what you can do with it next that connects to what motivates you, what inspires you, what gives you life, what makes you feel good about your life. And this is where you can start opening up to even more individuals, more connections, more ways of moving through your life that reminds you of what's possible. So if, for example, you realize that you have a connection with another person, but it's not showing up in the physical world, whether they're not showing up physically, you're not showing up physically, whether it's something that just feels very alive and dynamic in another realm, but it isn't manifesting here in this reality, that's something that you can be very honest with yourself about and then make new decisions that honor where you are at, that honor what you do want. Because we live in this universe that has unlimited options. And maybe there are things about yourself that you're learning and understanding through these multidimensional connections, and then you can better apply it in your real world. So you can look at it as training ground or practice or you're learning things, but don't hold back your own journey. Don't hold back your own needs or what you want in this reality. And then, of course, there's also union where these connections do come together in the physical and people do show up for each other, where they are a part of your everyday reality. They are a part of what you're moving through, how you're growing, healing, expanding. So there are certainly many ways these energies can come together. But I feel like what Jupiter reminds us of is to never give up on what you're here to experience, how you're here to grow, and that even if it isn't one path, even if it isn't the path you thought it would be, that means you could be set free and liberated for an even better path, an even higher path, something that you never considered or you didn't see coming. And that's where it can be very rewarding, as well as remind you that there's always something next that can come through and manifest. So again, I know this is a very personal experience that you would be having, and maybe this resonates and maybe it does not, but the understanding is how the journey can open up and unfold in so many ways, but sometimes these multidimensional connections, they create specific expectations or you're looking for something to show up in a particular way. The energy of Jupiter is to remind you to stay open and to understand that everything can support you no matter how it plays out. It can always support you as long as you're willing to grow from it, to learn from it, and to allow it to make you a better person. So then after Jupiter, the energy goes to Mars. And Mars is connected with what we desire how we take action, what we want. It's about our sexuality, our physicality. Mars is connected to masculine energy and it's connected to a healthy sense of self, a healthy ego. Mars is where we develop confidence, strength, and courage to be ourselves. And so this brings the energy into the personal planets, Mars being a personal planet and Mars being a part of your own life force, a part of your own 
personal experiences that you want to accomplish as well as what you want to go for, meaning assert yourself. And Mars can also show you your immediate reactions to things. So as we bring this energy back to our planet and it traverses through these planets, as it hits Mars, it can reveal your response and your reaction to what you've been through. It can show you if you have any bottled up anger, frustration, impatience. It can show you if you're feeling proud and strong. Mars can show you more about what you're truly wanting. And in its highest expression, Mars can show you what you don't want to settle for because Mars is about how we take action and there could be something that comes up that shows you if this is in alignment with what you want. So for example, you could have some idealized notions about someone and maybe when the energy comes to Mars, and you're in their physical presence. They look different than what you thought they would look like, or they energetically feel different than what you expected. So Mars reveals your true attraction to someone, including whether there is that sense of desire, whether you're physically attracted to them, if there's like a primal thing going on there, like a primal desire. Or maybe there's a turnoff, you're not sexually attracted to them, maybe they smell like corn nuts, maybe you're not into them like you thought you would be. So Mars brings in that attraction level that, again, it's primal, it's unspoken, but it's something that you feel or sense, and it's something that really you tap into when you're in their physical proximity. So If you think that Mick Jagger is your twin flame, but you've never been in his physical proximity, there's things there that you don't have information about yet. And there's possibilities that you're not as attracted to somebody in person as you think you are in these other realms. Because in these multidimensional realms, we can create many different versions of someone. And they can create different versions of you too. So the energy of Mars brings the experience into your aura, into your physical proximity, and then the body speaks, which is Mars, which is where you would feel a sexual attraction to someone. Or maybe it's just platonic, right? You're like, oh, I think we'll just be really good friends. Or maybe it feels like an easy sibling dynamic, right? Where it's like, oh yeah, they feel like my sister, they feel like my brother. I mean, there's something there that is very important to note in the energy field because some of these things are so primal, like you can't necessarily fight attraction, right? If you're attracted to someone, that's because there's something going on within you at a hormonal level that's communicating. And that's also part of the Mars energy signatures. So Mars will certainly connect you to a truth, a truth that you're feeling, a truth that is very alive within you, and a truth within your own body consciousness. Now, after Mars, we have Earth. We're back on our planet. And then on the other side of Earth is Venus, Mercury, and then the Sun. So it's important to note here that as the energy comes back to Earth, It doesn't necessarily connect to Venus or Mercury right away since those are planets on the other side of Earth and closer to the sun. I am going to touch on Venus and Mercury, 
But I think it's important to note that as we do this journey from Neptune back to our planet Earth, the energy goes to Mars, which is that physical presence, that physical connection with someone, and then it lands on Earth. Then you have more information, more grounding, more of a reality check of this energy and how it's truly showing up in your world and in your life. And what they're showing me now is the importance of Earth being in between Venus and Mars and how Venus being connected to the feminine, our ability to receive love, to feel love. You could look at it as being connected to what your heart needs, what you're looking for in relationships, how you relate, how you connect, what feels good for you how you show up in relationships and connections with others, and then the Mars energy being the masculine, and the masculine being, as I described, how we assert ourselves, how we go for what we want. And basically this imagery I'm getting though is the synergy between feminine and masculine. And yet what I'm feeling so strongly is that so many of these connections are meant to activate our own internal synergy our own self-acceptance and self-love around our divine feminine and divine masculine energies to be aware of those. Even though you may feel that you're more strongly in one more so than another, so you could feel more like a divine feminine or more like a divine masculine, whatever that is for you is certainly related to your own truth and your own energetic expression in this lifetime. Part of the journey as well is that we meet more parts of ourselves. We meet more of our own unconscious masculine and we meet more of our own unconscious feminine in order to make those parts of ourselves more conscious so that we're more in touch with them, more self-aware, and we can be more intentional in our relationships and in our connections. And these are also the personal relationship planets, the personal relationship archetypes that you can look at in your own natal chart around how your Venus operates, what her intentions are, her themes, her cycles, what she needs to feel loved. And the same is true for your natal Mars sign, what your Mars needs in order to feel respected, to feel valued, to feel seen. And that's a big theme in these multidimensional connections, whatever they may be for you, is that you become more self-aware of what you do need, what works for you, what resonates for you, where you can take responsibility for your own relationship patterns, for maybe what's been unhealthy, how to make it healthier, how to grow, how to expand, how to be more aware of yourself in connections and also where more healing is required or more personal work is required to shift anything that maybe you picked up from those other energies. Meaning, if there were big themes that came up for you around Chiron or around Saturn, when you bring the energy closer to Earth and ground it in, you're going to see more of what you're ready to transform or work on, what you want to do better, where you're raising your own standards for yourself, etc., The other thing that comes up with the feminine and masculine energies as they're connected to Venus and Mars is understanding that feminine and masculine energies do their work differently. 
and they go about doing their healing work or their shadow work differently. And so this is important to note because if you look back over the past two, three, four decades in the spiritual development world, personal development world, it has largely been dominated by feminine energies. And there have been many experiences, you could say events, conferences, gatherings, classes, whatever, that have been really big for feminine energy. And so there could be an unconscious or unspoken expectation that the masculine would show up in these same environments and then there would be proof that masculine energies are doing their work. And that's not the case at all. That's not true at all. Masculine energies do their own work in a different way. They have a different process or a different environment they prefer. And it's important to note that because with all the emphasis on feminine energies in a lot of these spaces, it could appear that masculine energies aren't doing their work. And again, that's not the case at all. It's just done differently. And even if masculine energies are not showing up at some of these gatherings or conferences, that doesn't mean that the work isn't happening. In fact, anecdotal story to share with you, I have two friends, one's a good friend, one's an acquaintance, and they do specific relationship healing work. And they've been doing it mostly one-on-one with people for years now. Both of them have said, most of my clients are men. I am working with more men than ever before. It's never happened like this. There's been a huge shift and the men are showing up with pen and paper in hand. They take notes. They want to understand. They're going into some things. And one of my friends, she's like, men shift fast. Like they move through things really quickly. And so she's been observing this. And of course, this is just anecdotal. I can't say it across the board, but I wanted to share this because I feel like there could be a lot of feminine energies that are expecting masculine energies to be exactly like them. And that's not the case at all. So the masculine work and the masculine process is different. It's separate. It doesn't look the same. It doesn't need to look the same, but it is happening. And on that note, I want to let masculine energies know how much their presence is appreciated in some of these spaces and gatherings. It is so profound when there's a collection of masculine energies. The space feels more anchored, It feels more solid. It has a different type of grounding that makes a big difference. And there have been many other feminine energies who have shown appreciation for that. So I just want to offer that out there to the masculine energies that are listening to let you know that, of course, it's vital to trust whatever environments or experience resonate with you, but it's really been appreciated the more masculine energies who have shown up to some of these collective gatherings or some of these other experiences. It makes a huge difference. In fact, I remember in 2019 going to a gathering and there were, I think, 25 people, 10 of them were masculine, and it was really powerful. It improved everything. So I just want to give that shout out. I think it's really important to say that because it has a positive effect on the environment and on the experience. Okay, so as we've moved through this journey and we're bringing the energy back to earth, 
We've moved to Venus, which is more personal in terms of what you need in a relationship, what feels good to you, what feels like love, what love is to you, how it's expressed, shared, co-created. Then finally, the last planet is Mercury. And that's really fascinating when you look at this energetically, the last planet being Mercury, the mind. The mind is perhaps the last energy field where things become clear, things land, things connect or make sense. And it's important to note, of course, that we're so much more than our brains and our minds, and we're tapping into even more with these multidimensional connections. We're tapping into more ways to connect with people and sense them, feel them. And as you look at this stream of energy, Mercury being the last place the energy lands is how we take our overthinking out of it, where we're learning to trust ourselves, trust our intuition, trust our feelings, make sure that we're being realistic and grounded, but to not be stuck in the head or to make things too mental. Because there can be overthinking with these connections. You can go down all kinds of rabbit holes, right? You can go down all these different possibilities and what ifs and if they do this or I say this. And part of what we're learning is how to step away from that overactive mind, to not overthink it, to allow an experience to unfold, to be present in it, to show up for it, to participate and trust yourself. Because as you trust yourself, the mind will follow along. The mind will get in line and follow what you're trusting. And I feel like that's a big theme here with these multidimensional connections is that because they're very alive in other places, it can be hard to grasp or understand what's happening. But what you're trusting is the energy and the waves. You're trusting what you're feeling and sensing, and you're learning to trust yourself more. And so all of this puts the mind in more of a backseat position where the mind isn't driving, the mind isn't in control. And yet that's how we live so much of our lives, right? And that's how we go about our days. And that's what we focus on, especially at work, with family, anything you need to get done. But the multidimensional connections take us out of the limitations of the mind. So that is something that we're learning to really continue to experience and trust. And that's also why it feels confusing at times because the mind jumps in and it can bring up the doubt. It can bring up big questions. It can bring up things that we're looking for. It certainly reveals our own perceptions. But these connections are much bigger than the mind, much bigger than even here and now. So we're learning how to ground them into this reality, manifest the true connections, the correct connections in your life without overthinking. And that overthinking creates the mental spinning, the anxiety. It can certainly activate the nervous system and get things pulsing in a way that maybe feels too big or neurotic or it gets things going because you're looking for some type of control or understanding. You're trying to find a way to maybe do this right and not mess it up. But that would be a limitation of the mind because when you're working 
with spirit and you're trusting yourself and you're trusting what you're feeling and you're trusting your intuition, you're really ramping up your ability to trust yourself even more. And I feel like that is one of the gifts of these multidimensional connections is that ultimately you're seeing that you're not alone. You have energetic support. You have connections that maybe you can't fully grasp or understand, but they're real. And you're not traveling alone. You're not figuring it out on your own. You can go to these other energies for information and connection as needed. And you can ultimately continue to trust what you're feeling and what you're sensing, especially beyond what the mind perceives. So the purpose in bringing this energy onto the planet and grounding it in to this timeline, this lifetime, this dimension is to help you be in your power, to help you be in a place of strength around your choices, your story, your journey, and to operate from there, to not feel like your energy is so far outside of you that it has you in these places of delusion or codependency or false expectations of another person. As I described earlier, you could be waiting and watching for someone and really out of touch with your own reality and your own ability to create a life you want. So it's very important to realistically assess for yourself what this looks like, how this is showing up for you, Because we live in a physical world and if you want true, solid connections with people, you want good quality friendships, great partnerships, wonderful relationships, what we're then activating is our own ability to show up and be those people as well. Meaning whatever you're looking for in another is what you're really looking to claim in yourself and how you're willing to show up for those connections as well. Because when you're operating from that place, that's when things manifest. That's when people show up. That's when the true friendships come together and the better connections align. So ultimately, this is a journey that we go into these other realms to expand, to understand more of what we're capable of, to work with our intuition, to connect with more energies. But then as the energy comes back onto this planet, we have to ground it in. We have to be very honest and truthful with ourselves around how we are showing up in those connections as well and how this is the conscious approach to creating valuable, worthwhile connections and relationships. There's so many people on this earth who want connection. And that's the final point I want to make. People want connection now. They want to meet others. They want to form new friendships with people of similar vibration and frequency. They want those beautiful, loving relationships with a divine counterpart. And they want people who show up in their lives just as you show up in their lives. So it's a beautiful time right now to be more conscious and aware of the types of connections you're creating and experiencing on this planet, which is part of your birthright, which is part of your power, and perhaps something that have the ability to experience at a whole new level, unlike anything we've experienced before. 
It's exciting that we are more conscious and energetically aware than ever before. We're more intuitive. We're more open to our spiritual capabilities than ever before. But we do have to integrate that with our humanness. We have to bring it into our physical reality and our physical world. And then that's truly when the beautiful manifestations happen. So I hope this is giving you some useful insights, maybe some key messages or good reminders around these multidimensional connections, how to use them, how to make them applicable to your world and your life experiences, as well as how to be very honest with yourself around the boundaries and what is truly serving you and what is not. As always, I am grateful for your presence and connection during these podcast episodes. I have a new episode for you every Wednesday and Monday, so I'll be back shortly with a new one. In the meantime, wishing you a beautiful journey ahead and also a reminder of how powerful you are in this reality at this time. Take good care and I'll see you back here really soon.